0: It's great to be here with you today on our podcast, His Heartbeat, a ministry of Crown of Beauty International, where your questions about life's challenges are explored through God's Word so He can renew and restore us in the truth of His love. His Heartbeat for you. Let's get started. Here's our host and good friend, Sue Coral. Welcome back, everybody, to His Heartbeat. Uh, once again i'm really happy to be with all of you wondering where you are let us know when you listen to this podcast are you on the road or are you at home love to hear about all of you and get to know y'all better just go on our website crown of and you can send us an email or a message or click on the episode down below and and Yeah, we'd love to hear from you and get a review. So today we have an amazing topic. We're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. And I say we because I have one of my wonderful teammates, Tyla Kozum, who's been with us before. How are you doing today, Tyla? I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) All right. Yeah, we have a lot of fun together. We travel together. We minister together here. We teach together. And Tyla is an amazing prayer warrior along with her husband. And so we wanted to work together here, have a conversation together about the Holy Spirit, because mm-hmm. I just feel like in some circles, some churches, the Holy Spirit is talked a lot about, and there's a lot of teaching and other churches not. And some of you listening aren't in a church at this point. And so we just hope that we can share a little bit about our experience and some things, what this, the Bible says, what the scripture says that can really encourage and uplift. I know mm. for me, Kyla, the working of the Holy Spirit was a hundred percent life change for me. Mm,
1: yeah, me <laughs> <It too. laughs>
0: radically changed me even as a Christian, because initially for four years, I didn't know anything about the Holy Spirit. I went to church. I never even hear about it. Mm. And so once I did like, wow, what a change. How about you?
1: Oh yeah, me too. hundred percent. Just life-changing and actually healing. It was a time of healing in my life. So yeah. Yeah. I'd love to hear your story. Sue, go for it. want to hear
0: it. <laughs> All right. I'll start, but then you, okay. So yeah, I went off to college. I became a Christian in high school, went off to college and fell away from the Lord, you know, because honestly, at first I really tried, I read my Bible, I pray, but I didn't have any fellowship. There was not a Christian group that I could plug into at that point. There was a tiny little one I went to, but I just didn't connect with it. There were eight people and eventually just got sucked into the college life scene and, yeah, really fell away. But after two years of, I'm going to say misery, like partying and partying fun slash misery after, you know, (laughs) then I went home for the summer. And my brother had been involved at Penn State with Campus Crusade for Christ now called Crew, who is who I work for. So I don't mind putting in a plug for that. (laughs) (laughs) I work with (laughs) refugees and immigrants with them. But anyway, Mm -hmm. and he told me that you need to start walking with the Lord. And I said, I tried. I can't do it. It's too lonely. There's no other Christians, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, well, you really need, the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. And I'm like, the power of who? <laughs> I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know if I really said it like that because I knew he's a part of the Trinity. I literally, that's all I knew. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And I said, I don't get it. What I don't, who is he? What does he do? Why does that make a difference in your life? So he shared about it and he said, and we'll get into that in the show, but you know, just uh, I needed to, the Holy Spirit was in me, but I need to really, invite him to work through me and empower me to live the Christian life. And so I prayed prayer with him right there. And then every day, like several times a day, I'd be going to work and I walk to work. And then throughout my time at work, I'm just constantly praying, Lord, let me experience the power of your spirit. And I really did. It was an amazing summer. I ended up on the train, I lead people to Christ. And, <laughs> and I grew so much. It, it, and I I changed, like my character changed. And I had come from so much partying, I probably was borderline getting addicted to alcohol and boom, instantly the addiction gone. I know that doesn't happen for everybody. But he can choose to do that if he wants some, sometimes he wants us to work through that you know, yeah. through AA or other ways, counseling, whatever. So that was a miracle in itself. And and then the courage he gave me, the boldness. That's what I really saw. And in Acts, it, one of the times when Peter is praying for the Holy Spirit to come on them, and I think they were like, was that the 3,000 or the 5,000 group? I forget one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then, man, the Holy Spirit came on them, and he said what it brought was boldness. Mm. You know, the initial one yeah. it brought other languages, but this one it brought boldness. And then the people began to witness boldly. And they needed that, right? Because mm-hmm. they they had to spread the word. There were no Christians in the world at that point. They had to spread it and they had to plant the church and they had to endure a lot of persecution. So they really needed the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's what happened to me. And that was absolutely life changing. I finally learned how to really be a joyful, empowered, (laughs) changing (laughs) lives, changing me, Christian. How about you? What was your experience?
1: Similar in many ways, but yeah, I was in college and I was a swimmer and I was actually had an eating disorder and I just called out to Lord and I was like, you know, I need to know if you're real and I need to know. And I I kind of put some strange questions on them. Cause you know, when you're desperate and crying, you're just like, I'll do anything, God, just help me not leave <laughs> yeah. like anymore. And literally I just felt like the Holy spirit came down and just started speaking to me. And I'm like, what? And then my mom would start sending me these devotions from daily bread. And I started reading, It's like, the scripture was just popping off the page and wow. the Lord and the Holy Spirit was just starting to move me. And I wasn't instantly healed by any means, but through the Lord's love of just saying, get up and go again, the encouragement and saying, and teaching me literally the fruit of the spirit, like the Holy Spirit, right? Is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. That's, that's his fruit. And so he was showing me self-control and yeah. he taught me that. And so, you know, I was learning over two years before I got out of my eating disorder, but he was literally training me and and then leading me to church someone came to my door. <laughs> like, I was like, Hey, you want to go to church? This guy. And I was like, oh, I don't know. But just leading me into those situations. And then me, like you said, giving me that boldness to start talking about that to my yeah. college roommates. Yeah. and My friends, they all thought I was really crazy. They're like, you've gone off the demon. <laughs> and I was like, maybe I have. I go, but it's working, you know, like it, this is working. And then the other twofold part of that, when we went into ministry and we were becoming about to start a church, I was like, God, I need Holy Spirit. I need your power here. I need to, you healed me. You've done some great things, but I don't feel like I really even have tapped into your, you, like who you are, like I, you know, your name, like what you represent in the Trinity. And, and one of the things the Holy Spirit does is he gives life and power and he purifies our lives, right? Like he helps us to know what Jesus, he's always pointing us back to Jesus. And so, I was like, if we're going to start a church, like you've got to help me because I don't know what to do. And that's when the Holy spirit just started showing me his power and his Mm -hmm. love in a new way to teach me his gifts. Like he actually had, you know, those gifts empowering and, and how to pray for people and pray, lay hands on people and, and just ask, ask for healing. Like I'm not healing them. Right. (laughs) It's it's the Holy spirit. I just, just, but, but having that boldness to just try things with him and listen to him so yeah it's just it was transforming it very two different times in my life of him just saying lord i need you more and just and then working out that okay lord now i wake up and i'm like okay holy spirit what are we doing today
0: <laughs> you know, like,
1: yeah. i mean you have a general plan but you know just allowing him to work in that and Learn that he's our best friend too, you know, like he wants to be with us and lead us. So
0: yeah. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, Jesus said uh, they were bummed out that when he said he's gonna leave them, and they're like, no, no, don't leave. Them. I mean, I would feel that way. Like, no, I <laughs> but he said, It's better that I leave because I will leave with you or I will give you will be given the Holy Spirit who will be your counselor your comforter, your Mm -hmm. guide, you know, the one that, and then he says, you will therefore be able to do even greater things than I, which is insane. What? We're going to do greater things than Jesus. But I think he wasn't referring to each individual, but because we'll work together as a body of Christ. So I'm going to say church as in the big church, the whole body Absolutely. of Christ, yeah. life, work together through the power of the Holy Spirit, we will see greater things. Mm-hmm. And in a sense, we can definitely say that, right? Because now the the Christian church is throughout the world, right? Yeah. Um, not just in Jerusalem or wherever. Yeah. So yeah. And miracles cool. out there,
1: right? Just we always hear right. about the cool things God's doing uh, collectively. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And I just want to, like, we both have referenced how there's the fruit of the Spirit. So that's found in Galatians 5, and Mm -hmm. verses 16 through 23, really, it very much explains that that's something y'all can look at, we can put it in the episode notes. But in 16, it says, so I say, live by the spirit, capital S, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. So that's what you and I experienced. That's why we were able to get victory over the eating disorder, over the alcohol. And, you know, it it's not, it doesn't mean it's instantaneous. Like the alcohol thing for me is instantaneous, but I had struggles with the eating thing too. And it took time, but it's like each time inviting the spirit to give us power at that moment for when temptations come, right? Mm-hmm. Then it's his spirit. And then it goes on and it 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 does explain. I won't read them now, but the acts of the sinful nature. Y'all know what yours are. I know what mine are. <laughs> if you don't look at you know the list, and some of them are more obvious, but there's there's other things like jealousy or selfish ambition who doesn't have that at times dissension right these are some of the things listed in there among and there's other places where paul talks about the sinful nature romans 7 talks about it well throughout scripture but then in verse 22 the fruit of the spirit that's what you were rattling off again it's so i'm praying i'm saying holy spirit fill me with your spirit of, and then you name what that need is. When when I was first learning this, I pictured. I used to. I don't love fishing, but we would go fishing when we go up to the Adirondacks with my family, Adirondacks, New York. And it, it, my grandfather had a cabin on the lake, and we would go fishing. Right, so if you don't throw the pole in there with the worm, <laughs> you're not going to catch any fish for dinner. Right, so I had mm. this picture in the lake. In God's lake, you've got the fish of love and joy, the fish of joy and peace. I'll read them off patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And uh, But I got to throw the line out to catch it. In other words, I need to pray and say, Lord, yeah. I'm really having trouble loving my roommate at the moment yes. <laughs> or <laughs> my spouse or my kid, whatever it is, or my mother or my sister, whatever it is, and I need patience with her, mm-hmm. and I need love, and what I was pointing out to Bible says teaching yesterday was we don't just, we could just pray, give, please give me love or give me patience, or we can say, Lord, you have patience with this person. Lord, you have love with this person. Let me experience your love, the love that you feel, towards my mom or towards mm. my brother or whatever it is my roommate my co-worker mm. Lord help me to feel that love and when he does that is through the power of the spirit yeah okay the father gives that but he works it through the working of the Holy Spirit because the scripture says that when we become a Christian, We have the Holy Spirit. Now Mm -hmm. we may not be filled, meaning, one conference I give is called Overflow. It talks Mm -hmm. a lot about this because to be filled, what this is saying, live by the Spirit. The Spirit's in you. Okay. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. the filling of the Spirit is when we pray and then that Spirit now overflows. So you picture like a, a bottle of water that. You know, there's, they never fill it to the top, do they? (laughs) When you buy it, it's still has some space. So, you know, if you're reading the word and you're going to church and you're in Bible study and you're praying and you're praising and you're worshiping, that's awesome. You're filling your bottle, okay? But to let it overflow, meaning when we invite the spirit to do even more then it's like there's water being poured in until it overflows. And then what happens? It gets everybody around you wet. And living <laughs> okay. streams coming out of your body. There you go. Not really, but okay. Well, that's what happens. So you ask the Lord, you put, you know, go catch that fish, so to speak. You pull up that fish of goodness, the spirit of goodness to fill you. And I know for me, that's what really I began to experience in college that when kids were kind of mocking me because I was, you know, I was walking with the Lord, then I would just pray for love and patience and kindness for them. And then I would find myself having the words to say back instead of being angry or hurt or whatever. I I would kind of laugh and, and, and go, yeah, but you know what? If you could have Jesus too. You'd be a lot happier, you know? And I'd laugh with them. Then <laughs> they go, Yeah, whatever, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's like the, the spirit can fill you that you even respond to the people who aren't even being very nice to you in different ways. Have you experienced that? I know you have, but can you think of Yeah, I know
1: it's true. And I think what's so hard about what we're talking about a little bit is taking when not to be offended, but just to step back and be like, okay, Holy spirit, you gotta, you gotta really help me here. Cause I'm not doing well, you know, yeah. and then, yeah. you know my flesh wants to be like, I'm going to run, you know, whatever your behavior ha- pattern is, is I'm going to run, not be around them anymore. I'm going to um, get angry and rage at them or, you know, whatever that might be, but just to take that step back and go, okay, Holy spirit, you have the power to do that. I love in one, Acts 1.8, it says, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to, to me in Jerusalem. He's saying, you can be a witness for me. You, you know, you shall receive that power. And he gives us that power to love. But we, as we step back and rem- we just have to be reminded. And and so I always even ask, can you just give me like a red flag when I'm about to get in trouble? Or can you put a fly in my mouth or <laughs>
0: <laughs> literally.
1: In Psalm 141, it says, you know, open an angel over your mouth. I'm like, can you just put that angel over my mouth and just tell me to shut up or, you know, just to listen. And then you empower me with those words to yeah. say, and so that's been one of my prayers is Lord, you give me that power. And, you know, I really needed that with the love for the, for the body of Christ. And I've said this on one of the uh, podcasts before, but being a pastor's wife, like I didn't know how to love, just even older people. Well, and now they're like my favorite people in the whole world because I'm like, they're older than me. How do I minister to them? We were 30 when we started, you know? And so the Lord just was like, they're your mom, you know, they're your family. And he just gave me that it was supernatural. Like it was a supernatural love. Like you said earlier to that love for people that we don't have, we just don't have it. Right. Right. And he gives that, and you're like, "Wow!" And so then I would look at him, and be like, "I just love you." Even difficult people that just you're know, the sandpaper, you know. That you're like, "I'm oh, yeah. like, oh, I wish they could just leave." But he gave me that love. Like I wasn't best friends with them by any means. I wasn't even didn't talk to everyone by any means. You don't have the time as a pastor's wife. But I still had that deep love for them, mm. and I, and I knew it was God. There's no other way it could have been. Just the Holy Spirit working through me to have that. And, you know, I always ask for the Lord to, the Holy Spirit to give me his eyes to see. Lord, help me to see with your eyes. Help me to, to hear with your ears. Even it says taste and see that the Lord is good. Like help me to even taste and see. And I need the Holy Spirit to actually do that. And so, yeah, it's, it's not easy is what I'm trying to say, but it is when we take that step back, remembering to pick that fruit off the tree. <laughs> And say, I really need some peace right now. I really need some love right now. You know, I really need some self-control or whatever that Uh,
0: It's interesting. We're talking about this is what it means to be spirit filled. But also, I hear you saying this. I'm going, it's also what it means to trust God. So Mm. sometimes when all right, we're in a difficult, you're talking example of difficult relationships and we're in that difficult relationship and then we read scripture and it's like, trust the Lord or we're in a financial struggle, trust the Lord or whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? Just trust the Lord. But it's like, what does that mean? And so we, we've we done lots of shows on this. You know, it's it's really surrendering to God and praying and asking the Lord to help. But in doing that, I want us to just be more aware that then it's God coming in and helping us. But don't forget that he has this amazing resource. <laughs> I mm-hmm. hope that's okay yeah. to say about the Trinity, but the Trinity, he's so wonderful because he really is a resource for us, you know, like a power. So trust, we trust, we commit our finances to God. All right. All right. And we're saying, okay, God, we don't have this, but help us to trust you that you will provide, but then through your spirit, what would be the fruit there? Peace. Peace. Yeah. Right? And even
1: Yeah. I and, love it. Yeah. And I love what you're saying, because I feel like where we are right now as a society, you know, you're you're you're, we're seeing wars we're seeing famines we're seeing hurricanes we're seeing the interest rates going up around the world i mean even worldwide where people are and there is a looming fear that is over the nation i mean and it is trying to build so much anxiety and so the lord's like hey i didn't give you a spirit of fear he's talking to like this, you know, demon of fear. He didn't give us that. He gave us power, love and a sound mind. He's talking about the Holy spirit. I gave you the Holy spirit to come in and give you power, a sound mind. Right. And so, you know, that sound mind of what you're saying, Sue, was so good because I think that as we go back to the Lord and be like, you know what, we're not making it financially. And I think you and I both know that living on support Yeah, it's always that constant like Both ways support yeah. yeah like living okay. on the Lord a little bit of just you know are we gonna make it this month are we not going to make it and and just trusting him and going okay you know what our our money is not from people it's from you Lord and that's everybody I don't care what job you're in you know yeah. we work unto the Lord and so just trusting like okay Holy Spirit I have to trust you I have yeah. to trust you and like I love I love what you said I'm sorry I'm just
0: I love it. No, the same good. Thing. And going to that verse that you quoted, it's from 2 Timothy one seven. But it's interesting what precedes that
1: mm-hmm. is
0: Paul's talking to Timothy, who's a young guy, and he's asked to be a pastor. So he's by far the youngest pastor. The other guys are older. And so he seemed to be getting a little insecure Mm. And his position and feeling like, oh, I don't know, I'm kind of too young for this. And maybe guys said that. Maybe people were, you know, in his church were older, and like you said, you were 30, you had that similar situation. And so Paul in the verse before it says, For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Mm. So that gift of God and his. Case was the the gift of teaching mm-hmm. and the gift of pastoring, mm-hmm. and so Paul joined with some of the other church leaders, and they laid hands on him, commissioning him because they knew that he was called and he was gifted with this through the Spirit. And then, and then that's where it flows into verse seven: for God did not. Give us so that means it's he's saying this is for you timothy but oh by the way all you believers out there followers of christ this is for all of you god did not give us a spirit of timidity like being chicken yeah (laughs) fear is another translation some say a spirit of fear but a spirit of power Mm -hmm. and of love and of self-discipline, right? Mm-hmm. So, or self-control is also a, a translation of that. Now, mind, right? Another that's translation. Now, mind—that's the one that you use, Depends on your translation. But in right, the Greek, they use these words that we don't really have yeah. the, the exact English. So that's why it's nice to look, by the way, you guys, at different translations. If you download for free Blue Letter Bible, I think I've mentioned it before, then you can click on the verse. And one of the options is to bring up other translations and boom you can see 10 translations right there and it can give you more insight it's not yeah. just somebody felt like saying this or that it's that you get a more complete picture of yeah. of that passage So we do see that he is saying that the that God is giving us that spirit power right. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: gifts, like you said, laying on a hands, I just want to mention that a little bit, because I think it's important. There are times that I would be you know, felt like, definitely felt like Timothy. And even with you, Sue, I would be like, Hey, can you just pray for me? The anointing of teaching. <laughs> I yeah. just need a little bit more. I'm not as bold as you. I'm, I'm a, I'm a fearful speaker. Like I confess that You know, <laughs> I, I get really nervous before I speak. And I always tell people, please don't talk to me before. Cause I'm just a little bit of a mess with the Holy spirit, but that laying on a hands of, of just, if someone had that, the gifts of prophecy or intercessory prayer, I'm like, Hey, I always go to them. Can you just pray for me? I always feel like there's just, it's it's something about that is important. Like, can you instill in me? uh, And the Lord says that like in his word. And so I like when he says laying on of hands. And so with zoom, I was like, Oh Lord, how do we do it with zoom? And He's like, just pray for him. you know, like just pray for him on the, you know, just lift up your hands and go, woo. No, I'm just, you can't see me, but you know, just anyway, I would just pray over people and the Holy spirit's right there with them. Yeah. You know, he's the one who's doing the work. He's the one who's doing the belly of fire, right? The fire in your belly, the verse that you just said, but yeah, just spurring on those gifts.
0: Yeah. And And, and that's right. It's the work of, of God when people are healed, right? Yeah. But we work with God. He could just go and heal everybody. But he he doesn't. doesn't. And he wants us to be his hands and feet and mouth. You know, he wants us to do the work. A time will come where will Christ will return. We'll all be together. And all right, great. We're still going to do work, though. He's still going to have us do things. Yeah, I want to go back to you shared Acts 1-8. And where it says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you to be my witnesses. And then it talks about where you live. That's the dear Jerusalem. Your neighboring areas, that's the Judea and Samaria. And to the ends of the earth, that if I'm reaching out to somebody and I'm sharing through the power of the Holy Spirit, I'm praying with them or over them, I'm Sharing the gospel with them, um, discipling them wherever they are at that, and then they're going and they're telling somebody, and they're and then they go and tell somebody. They mm-hmm. go and tell their neighbor from India, and their neighbor from India ends up going back on family vacation, leading somebody to Christ, and they go. I mean, the stories you hear. Maybe in heaven, he's going to have this big map for us <laughs> and show this <laughs> web link. And I think we'll be shocked, and we're gonna find out that somebody we shared a, with way back when we were in college or whatever, and the web went till it ended up in a country we never even heard of, in uh, in I, Africa I, or something. You know what I'm saying? I do, <laughs> you
1: know. The very first person that I counseled, she had been a victim of spiritual abuse and um, it was a horrific story, but she, the Lord did a where I didn't know what I was doing. It was like one of my first people I was coaching and counseling, but anyway, she came back to me years later and she's like, Tyler, I can't tell you how many people I've told and that how you're you're you, the Lord's using you for me has spread across the nations because of the different people that I've told. And then they told, mm-hmm. and I remember the Lord speaking to my heart about our church was small in Kauai. We were in a town of 5,000, the islands only 60. And I was thinking we're a small church Lord. And he was like, yeah, but you're going to reach 20,000 people. I was like, no way. Like, no way. We're so tiny. And when she came back and said that, I was like, oh, that's what he means. It's not about people in our church. It means right. it's like how it spreads. And, right. and like you alone can just encourage someone. And where does that go to? You never know, right? What right. you said, you just never know how when you give that one prompting and you're obedient to the spirit of encouraging that person where it's going to go. So, yeah,
0: that's awesome. That. Yeah. With that power we're talking about, we have to realize that it's the power Of God and the power word there, but you will see power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, is the Greek word dynamis, which we get the word dynamite from. Mm. And so I think that's a fabulous picture that we have this again resource to us that we don't need to be limited. Like, I'm going to grunt out the love that Christ tells me to have, right? It's hard. I mean, Christ tells us to be holy as he's holy, but he's encouraging us that this is the way we're to live. But then he says, but I'm leaving you the Holy Spirit so that you can do it. But so often, we aren't taught that. We're just taught the way we're to live. We're to do A, B, and C. And that's not easy to do in this world. And with our sinful nature and with the enemy, Satan, working against us, the combination of our, our nature, the world, and Satan, which are the enemies that are talked about in, I think, the Gospel of John, it's rough. But that's why he says you need to depend on dynamis, the dynamis of the spirit, the power, the dynamis that comes on you Mm-hmm. When the Holy Spirit, who's already in you, is enacted through prayer. And mm-hmm. when I looked up the word dynamis, besides obviously meaning strength, power, and ability, it broke it down into how that word is used in, in scripture. And mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting because it one was it says it's inherent power that's residing in something or someone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it exerts itself and puts forth that power, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not to be dormant, mm-hmm. but we need to call on that power. Just like I have a light bulb in my room, but my room at night's going to be dark unless I flip the switch. Mm-hmm. Well, flipping yeah. the switch with the spirit is prayer. And then, it, also in that definition of dynamis in the Greek, it says power for performing miracles. So Jesus did miracles, but he did it in tandem with the Father's will and the Holy Spirit. The Trinity was acting through him, right? Mm -hmm. And then it talks about in the definition of dynamis, moral power and excellence of soul. That we can't live a holy, righteous life apart from the power of the Spirit. And then Mm -hmm. it talks about the power of influence. and. says, which belong to riches and wealth, that as we walk in the power of the Holy Spirit, we're able to influence others. We're able to have a positive influence in our company that Mm -hmm. will then be more successful. We're able to have a more positive influence in our church, so it'll be more fruitful. Then it says, power, this one's really interesting. We'll have to kind of have our last discussion on this, but power consisting in arresting upon armies forces and hosts mm. so we know the power is from the holy spirit but he gives us that power to stand up against the power of darkness mm. because the, and and you're more of an expert in this but just knowing a lot studying a lot about spiritual warfare but how would you say the holy spirit is involved in the whole activity of spiritual warfare, what would you say? Well, I think the
1: the big key for spiritual warfare is that we don't know the war above us. Like we don't see. I mean, some of us have the gift of sights, but not very many people that I know, but can see, but we don't we don't know where the warfare is. And and there is a, a realm of angels and demons, one third demons and two-thirds, praise the Lord, angels. So God is outnumbered demons by far, but we don't see it. And so the Holy Spirit does. So when we're under or we're battling, like the Holy Spirit will be, you know, he he's battling for us, like encouraging us with truth and encouraging us, saying, "Hey, get up!" And just words of encouragement. Yeah. Putting—he's even putting people on their hearts to pray for you. Like he is, Jesus is interceding for us as well. Like, but he empowers other people to pray for you when they know you're under. But one way that I think about it, and This is, I'm going to come back around. Just trust me, Sue here. but In the Old Testament, for those of us who love the Old Testament, the Lord shows us what the power does, even in individuals. And so in Gideon, the spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon in Judges 6.34, with Samson, the spirit of the Lord began to move upon him in Judges 13.25. King Saul, then the spirit of God came upon Saul. Like you look at all of these people in the Old Testament where the spirit came upon them and what did they do? They, I mean, some ruled kingdoms and some tore down buildings like with strength, like they did amazing things. And so you just go, whoa, when the spirit of God comes upon you and we now, because of Jesus, he died on the cross and he says, hey, I'm sending this person to you. We all have the Holy Spirit. If we're yeah. Christians, we have access to Him. Yeah. Like, we should be seeing more miracles. We should be seeing more things as we just are like, like, let's get excited about the, the fire in our belly and be like, okay, I'm going to live in expectancy today. Like, what do you want to do today? You know, what do you, what do you want to do? Holy spirit, because you have some good things. And if we can get out of ourselves and let me tell you, I'm just as bad as any of you out there that I struggle too. like, sometimes I get in my self-pity mode where I'm like, oh my gosh, you're not going to do this or that, or should mm-hmm. I do that? But when we really just put our eyes back on Christ, right, and the Holy Spirit is the one who helps us put our eyes back on Christ. I mm. want to say that he He helps us to do that, that he gives us that power to get through the day. And so if you're struggling with depression or just the the fears of this world or the things like that, just I encourage you keep mm. your eyes on Christ and remember Remember that there is an army around you, a heavenly army around you. He says, Look up. He goes, Look up. It was Elijah, right? He said, Look up and see who's around you. And so, so many times I'm like, Okay, when I'm down, I'm like, Okay, Lord, I'm going to look up and I'll look at the sky. And I'm like, Wow. I go, I just, I believe I just have this little vision and it's not a real (laughs) vision. I don't, you know, I don't really see it. I envision these awesome angels around me and like, No, you are. You're protecting me, okay? No matter what happens, it may not look like I want it to look like, but you and your sovereignty are still protecting, whether you do heal me or you don't heal me, whether you give me finances or whether you don't give me finances, you're still sovereign in your ways and I can trust you and that you Holy Spirit are leading me day by day, what you've called us to.
0: That's awesome. So that's a good way to close it. And So the application there is y'all just, when you wake up in the morning and say, Holy Spirit, fill me. That's that overflow, right? Overflow me with the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, generous, faithfulness, and self-control. And fill me with your power and fill me with your guidance and your wisdom today so that I will live out your will. Okay, so really call on him. And then throughout the day. You can just be praying, oh, Holy Spirit, please fill me right now to blank, whatever that is. And if you do that, you find yourself really praying throughout the day, asking for the Holy Spirit's power for victory or for whatever you need. You will definitely see transformation. You will have a very different days. <laughs> It's true, it is true. Amen. All right. Well, I hope this was helpful for y'all. If you have further questions about it, you know, let us know what those questions are and maybe we can focus in on that in another show. Okay, everybody have a great week and I'm anticipating some... Pretty awesome things happen out there as you're reminded today to really rely on the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks for joining me today, Tyler. I always love doing this with you. You're wonderful. Thank <laughs> you. I loved it too. All Bye. right. Blessings <laughs> all. Thank you for being a part of our community and tuning in. We would love to hear from you. Submit your own questions or comment on today's episode on the Crown of Beauty International Facebook group or email us at International at gmail.com. Push that subscribe button and leave us a review. Come back next Thursday as we go deeper into His Heartbeat.